Hey, Stu, your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey, Aries, you heard about that new uh, podcast app called Anchor? I sure did, Andy. Guess what? It's time to pay some bills. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. And they have tons of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your own podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And we know you know about that money, Jew boy. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So go download your Anchor app now for free, or you can go to anchor.fm to get started today. Can you feel it, baby? That money? Yeah. And don't be pulling that falling down the stairs shit on me, you hear? One, two, three. Hey, welcome to another episode of Wild White People Out of Control. Yeah. Dude, I. I white people, you motherfuckers are wilding. You're wilding, nigga. Dude, I, I think I look like a lot of those people that were there. You look like you could have been. Yeah, look at you that. You look like you could have been. All you missing is a Viking's helmet <laughs> and, a, and a spear and a shield, nigga. <laughs> and, Woo! My, my son True's into uh, cosplay, so I'm sure I could have got a spear and a shield. Might have. Might have. <laughs> Spears and Steinberg, y'all. We are going to jump right into the the debacle soup. Reminds me of a da- Dave Chappelle when he did uh, the, the the spoof on the real world, MTV. The niggas is wild. <laughs> you, put, you put the white boy in the house with rock crazy niggas is what you did. This- white people... Go ahead. You want to start? Well, no, I, 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 I was just going to call it the catastrophe on the Capitol. Something like right. you know, it had a had right. a kind of a little flow to it. Um, <laughs> you know, listen. First, let me clear this out out the way. There was tragedy involved. There was. Uh, people died. People got hurt. And you never want to make light of tragedy. And wrong is wrong, and all of that sweet bullshit. I'm supposed to say, but. As a black man in America, uh, thank God it wasn't us, because this has this has exposed all the hypocrisy that constantly. And let me say the separation: not all white folks, but this constantly exposes the, his, the hypocrisy that culturally, culturally, white people, you guys always perpetuate it it throws me back to that clip and if you haven't seen it my clip when i did vlad tv and i'm in the red v-neck t-shirt with the bacon neck and i got the hat on and i said again white people historically y'all have pulled off the greatest jedi mind trick on society the fact that you act like the black man and black people are to be feared is the biggest hypocrisy 
on the planet when historically, historically, you guys have been the most dangerous, bloodthirsty race on the fucking planet. You killed all the motherfucking, wiped out all the Indians. Stole, wipe them out of them all. There's, there's, what, what, there's what's a, left? You gave them casinos. There's casino. a point oh, oh. Okay, but you gave okay. them casinos. Whatever. You, 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 you raped and pillaged. You damn near wiped out an entire race of people. You kidnapped niggas, brought them to America, slaves for over 400 years, beat us, whipped us, stripped us of identity and self, separated us from our families, taught us what you believed was your religion and praised what you praised, fucking hung us, raped our women, castrated us, burned us at the stake. Flash forward to the 60s, civil rights, dogs, water hoses, church bombings, assassinating and killing our leaders, Medgar Evers, Martin Luther King, an unjust justice system, police brutality, illegal discrimination with housing, and all the terms you've given us, savages, animals, Black Lives Matter is, is, a, is a, whatever descriptions you've used to describe how chaotic we are and anarchy and we don't respect the law and Blue Lives Matter and all that bullshit. And you guys have displayed, some of you, not all of you, to, I'm not talking about the good white folk, but you have displayed what you have always displayed throughout history. Woo! Destruction, mayhem, anarchy and somehow the rules are always different when y'all do it but history has shown us such and the other day that display of wild debauchery towards the capitol hill there we go can i can i please i i, I take offense please one you please you said good, please good white folks yes this is a time in history when you can't separate good white folks from white folks. You're lumping them all together? Listen, you guys, as a race, as the black race, you've had to be lumped together for everything that's ever happened. Fair enough. So when this happens and it's the face of white folks, it's the representation of all white folks. And can I just say one thing before you continue? And this no, is no, a no small problem. thing. Before I came over here, I was, watch- I was watching one of the greatest gayest movies ever, Grease. Um, why is it the case? Come on, grease lightning! Come on, grease lightning! Grease lightning! <laughs> the tight uniforms, nigga, and that's some of that movement, grease lightning. Um, nonetheless, the, the 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 rival gang, the dudes with the the dude with the black car with the yeah, flames yeah, yeah, on yeah, the yeah. side, with the bad face, right? As he's riding through downtown, him, the car's full of his boys. Whee! Destruction mayhem. That woo is attached with a history of destruction. Destroying shit. Again, niggas, we don't have that history. You were saying. Okay. Uh, some of the things that we found out. We uh, actually, uh, as, as white folks, we have actually shown, uh, which is interesting to me because the group of white folks that were there protesting were actually the people that wanted the wall, and they showed why the wall doesn't work. <laughs> so I thought that, that was pretty interesting. The irony. Um, listen, I like we could get into. I, I, we're going to get into it. We're gonna we're gonna try to get through all of this. But uh, uh, there's a lot going on besides just this. And and and, um, and when I say just this, uh, this happens to be a lot more. It's it's about insurrection. Uh, it's it's about protest. It's uh, 
it's about criminal trespassing uh, plus, uh, and it's actually, uh, I would like to understand if, um, because there was a death, and uh, not to minimize anything, we're comedians, we're going to joke about uh, the irony of some of this, and and not to minimize uh, the part where we do talk about the death, but here's my question to it. Um, Are the people that instigated this going to be held accountable uh, for the death? Because, as you know, when a felony action occurs, uh, if someone dies in that action, uh, you're also responsible for the death of that person. Now, let's be clear. When you say the people that instigated this, we're talking about who we think we're talking about. No, right? no, no. Now, I, this is where we're going to. We're not get... talking about Trump. We're not talking about Giuliani. Yeah. No, I'm not talking. Well, you could be talking more about Giuliani than Trump. I think we're talking about both of them. Well, I'm, I'm gonna, we're, this is where we're going we're gonna to. Because have... when you're Giuliani and you say trial by combat, yeah. You are stoking the flames. I'm not saying you didn't. When you are Donald Trump and you say, and this is why Do- Donald Trump's supporters are so fucking dumb and clueless. I want you to march down to the Capitol and I'm going to be there with you. Yep. And you weren't. You did what cowards do. You do so many times in like movies like one of my favorite movies, American History X. The dude that plays the, the lead Klansman, uh, I forget what they called him. But the one that when uh, Edward Norton decided he didn't want to be part of the KKK no more, he went to the dude's office and said, leave my brother alone. And then it ended up punching him out and kicking him in the face. So many of these motherfuckers want to lead an army to do destruction, but then vanish when the destruction is done because they don't want to go to jail. They don't want to do the time. But that's, and I'm not... I'm not minimizing... It's really important that I'm not minimizing anything that's happened, but that is in all power the people that instigate or lead no matter what it is they're always the people in the back well no because remember we talked about good lord bird and ethan hawk's character what was his name do you remember uh, yeah uh brown of course you don't uh yeah, no yeah it's, it's me <laughs> but he he he's, he was with him he was but but he was it wasn't uh martin luther king led the charge to the point where you know he died yeah Malcolm X, he died. So some niggas take the L. They okay. take the bullet. But I, I'm talking combat. Yeah, but with Martin Luther King, I would definitely go that direction, that he was always, he was always the face. Do, and do you see, in terms of what I just said, the difference between the cowards and the heroes? Yeah. Both are going to pay the cost. Well, no, the, the, the coward doesn't, which is why he's the coward. He runs, a la Donald Trump. Well, did you? But did they really believe that Trump was going to go walk down there with? Yes, him? that's why they're idiots. Yes, they. Uh, he's their Messiah. They believe everything this motherfucker says. When he's listen, as much as we would like to call Trump negative adjectives, as dumb as he is, he's smart oh, he's because he smart. says all the right things. When he told, "I love you," he told them motherfuckers, "I love you." That's one of the biggest things an abuser says to the the, the victim. I love you. Now I'm going to pop the shit out you, and you're still going to be with me. You know, you're the first. I've watched endless amounts of hours of news since this happened, and you're the first person to to bring that up that way, which is is really smart. Uh, I I never even thought about it from that point of view. We love you. Yeah. I'm going to abuse you. The domestic abuser. I'm going to, but I. But but, he loves me. He said sorry. He bought me flowers and candy. But you got your 18th black eye. Uh, because I, when we went to start this podcast, they were talking about that. The, they brought up the I love you statement right now. Right. 
I never thought about it from that perspective. And, and, he, and, he's, and it's perfect. It's strategic. He knows what the fuck he is doing. Yeah, I never thought about that. But yeah, that makes, that makes more sense. That makes more sense. Yeah, I just led you down a path. You're my people. I love, love you. you. They're taking your rights. They're minimizing you. They're making you feel forgotten. This is not your country anymore. Fight for what belongs to you. I love you. I love you. Now go on, fuck up your lives, morning it's already fucked up, while I sit back and do nothing. You fucking coward. Yeah, I, Come I, on, man. Well, listen, the only thing is, he didn't... I, I know you put him in that coward state. I'm not, and I'm not, when I not defending. Right. I, I, first of all, let, let me get this out. I agree what happened there. Uh, I don't. I won't say as far as that he condemn. Well, yeah. I, I blame him for what happened. Let's let's put it that way. I blame him for right. what happened. Legally, I don't think that anyone's going to be able to prove it. And there's a huge difference between legal and emotional. And what you can prove and what you can't prove. Emotionally, we can feel like he did that, that he, he instigated that situation. Can we prove uh, to the, legally that he did? Well, well, there's nothing binding in terms of technical. Well, yeah, there is because what Giuliani said, it sounded more about breaking in or, or causing that kind of insurrection. But, but, he, but what I mean is in terms of, of technically binding, what he said is not against the law. So you can, but but the words in sight, but but technically, there's no law against being able to say trial by combat, and if what happens, what what happens happen, you're responsible for well, that. Well, see, this is where this is where this gets close, is because, uh, and that's why you have to look at what each one said. When uh, you're not allowed, you have freedom of speech, but you're not allowed to go into a and and this is the uh, the litmus test, I guess. You're not allowed to go into a crowded theater and yell fire. Because you're creating a panic, and that can that will injure people. And, and when you say that, you mean seriously, technically, you're not allowed to do you that. You can't do that because you'll be held responsible for for what happens next. Right. So here's so the question is, Trump didn't go all the way in his speech. He went. He went up to the edge. Rudy Giuliani, I think, crossed the edge. There was another uh, speaker that I felt crossed the edge. Uh, but Trump is the leader. So this is uh, when the way he said it did it endorse what the others had said before him so th- this is this is really the question here uh about what happened and who caused it but we have bigger things because this isn't about to me this isn't about um th- this is more about how it was handled i mean even at the podium the sign that was on the podium save america and okay. st- putting in people's heads if y'all don't do this your country is doomed. Do what you got to do to save this. Everything is a building block to destruction. Okay. Yeah, I'm not disag- I can't disagree with that either. Now, whatever Trump's problems with the voting and feeling that the election was stolen, um, I-, I can only go back to as far as Al Gore. When Al Gore had every reason to believe the election was stolen from him, uh, the hanging chads, but they did investigations. They couldn't determine... Uh, if that would change the election. Mm-hmm. And Al Gore uh, withdrew and conceded the election because he felt that, that was the best for the country. That was the, that to him, that was the right thing, not only politically, but the best thing for the country. Trump, on the other hand, if he really felt that there's some voting irregularities, which haven't been proven, but you can't, you don't, can't prove them until you investigate them all completely. 
Not saying I think it would have changed the election. I do not. Uh, but what I'm saying is that would have been something to do after you were done being president. That would have been something to concede. Uh, and you could still concede the election. This is the best thing for the American people, but we're still going to go and we're going to work to investigate this because I don't want voter fraud nor voter suppression. And voters, it's funny right now because we're, we're talking about voter fraud when we know a voter suppression that went on forever in this country. Right. So again, I think it's more about how this was handled than this about just actually what happened. Uh, because that's when we get to the framing of, isn't this obvious that there's white privilege? You know, I know that this is very serious because, I mean, since it happened, I mean, even now, still, two things. One, ain't nobody talking about COVID on the news. And that's been taking up the headlines every fucking day. For the last 48 hours, they have been talking about nothing but this. Well, images of nothing but this. COVID has taken a step back for a second because this shit is so serious. That's all they're talking about. Well, the, CNN keeps saying, and they're not, they're, they're riding, they're going into the building, the Capitol building, and they're not wearing any masks. I mean, I mean, I mean C- little, CNN, isn't, CNN isn't dropping it. Right. But, but still, this is dominating the news. And now they're saying, you know, even as I walked in here today at the, at the bottom of the screen, it was like uh, momentum increases, heavily increases to get Trump impeached, to get him the fuck out of there. Because, again, what is he going to do in his last 10 days? That he hasn't already done. I See, I think it's a waste of time to uh, in, in, try to do that. I'm glad you just said that because you just noted that it's no big deal. No, I didn't say it wasn't a big deal. I said I think it's a waste of time. A waste of time. Okay. Uh, this is from Ben Castoli, which DL uh, reposted. For those wondering if it's worth impeaching him this time, it means he, one, loses 200 k pension for the rest of his life two loses his million dollar a year travel allowance three loses lifetime full secret service detail that means he's accessible i gotta take the scene from beverly hills cop 2 at the end when uh they finished that big gunfight and shit is he a regular civilian now yes i'm gonna kick your ass later um, just remember everything we're saying right now. And I've been afraid of this. And, and this is the last been one. On the, okay, go ahead. Four, loses his ability, which I think is the most important, to run, run in 2024. Gift. Yeah. So when you say it's a waste of time, is it really? I Well, it's a waste of time for a couple. To me, it's a waste of time for a couple reasons. Uh, I would really push hard for, uh, for the Congress to get him to resign. If, if that happens. You think he's going to do that? No. I, well, maybe. Only because... If there's a deal that could be struck where he resigns, steps down, and uh, Pence pardons him, then it's it would behoove him because he's, there's going to be legal repercussions after he's not president. Anymore. Okay, I'm gonna let you finish your point, and I want to say something about that. Um, the reason I have a problem with I have a couple problems with going after him um, for the 25th Amendment. I think should be out. Period. Because. Uh, not because Pence says he's it isn't what he wants to do, because Pence can't say if he wanted to do it, because if he did say he wanted to do it, then Trump only has to fire people that sign off on him on, on him being uh, enacting the 25th Amendment. And then those signatures are no law will not work because he needs 50 percent of his staff to be able to sign off on it. Right. So 
I don't think the 25th Amendment even works if you tried to get it done at this time. Um, but the uh, impeachment, by the time they do the articles of impeachment, get it over to the House, get this done. Uh, if they get it done in time before he's done, then they still have to go to the Senate. And the Senate, they have to wait till after the new Senate comes in because these old Senate, if they were to give it to them, they're not going to impeach him because it's still the party that hasn't held him accountable. So they'll have to wait till afterwards, which they could do, and then he won't be able to run. But then this is highly symbolic. Yes, that money is something that you're talking about. um, Trump hasn't accepted any of the money uh, because uh, for his presidency. He has a pact that he's made millions and millions of dollars off that he can use the money at his uh, most of the money. I don't know what the percentage is, but a lot of the money. Let's go with a lot of the money at his discretion uh, because he's getting it for legal. And so that will be tied into his uh, travel expenses. Um, And then I feel this is purely symbolic. I really feel that this is a a way for the Congress to say, we did the right thing after four years. Aren't we good? We did the right thing. I feel that they're trying to wash away some of this Trump on them by doing it like this. Okay. And, 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 just to ask, when you say Congress, are you specifically talking about the right? Because the left has always been his enemy and has always wanted him gone. Yes, not all. Well, this is part of the other problem. They want him gone before he got into office. Okay, well, even more so. To yeah, my point. but then how do you infor- how do you flex uh, impeachment if before someone ever did it? That's like saying if someone's bored and going, "That dude looks like a criminal." I've seen what he's done. Let's just put him in jail now. We should do that to some niggas. <laughs> we really should. Um, but that's essentially what they did. So it, when, when he went up for impeachment, they had talked about this before he was ever even president. Before When he was elected, but before he became president, they were already writing articles about how to impeach him. Okay, so if nothing else that you heard on that list, the mere fact that by impeaching him, he can't run again, isn't that enough of a reason to do it? I think. Just if it was that reason alone, fuck the money, the pension, and I'm jokingly saying... With no secret service, niggas can kick his ass. Yeah, now. that's the one I'd say be careful on. Yeah, but that's joke, joke. Yeah, I know. But that, all of that aside, the fact that we can stop this nigga from running again, because if seventy-four million people voted for him, the empire can strike back. Okay, this is where um, it gets deeper to me. Uh, I don't think he's going to run again. Oh. I, don't, I, I don't know. I don't think that was his intention. I think he's, I think he's older. But what he's going to do, without a doubt, he talked about starting his own um, cable station. That one he talked about. He has the following to do it. He, but here's the, here's the part that I think is, is the part that scares me the most with him. Um, and this scared me the day that I heard him do this. When Congress approved the $600 um, relief package that was going to go out to everybody. And it went to his desk, and he said, it should be 2000 And then he read off a list of all the, uh, the fat that was in that list of, uh, of things that we were spending billion, basically a billion dollars on, billions of dollars on. I think he, sabotaged, he was trying to sabotage both parties. And I don't think he cares about the Republican Party. I think he wants to kill that party because he's going to come back with his own party. So you could take away his right to run again. He's going to come back with his own party. I've heard uh, rumbles around this on the internet. The Patriot Party. 
this is something that he could do. He could be, uh, he could run that party, and he's going to get other people elected. Because you, the, the president, is one part of the party, is one part of the party. He's, he runs the party's agenda. But when you start getting people in Congress, you're, you're affecting the way laws can happen. You know, one of the political pundits said, and I forget the guy we, we actually mentioned, Lindsey. Yeah, uh, Lindsey Graham. Lindsey Graham. Uh, all the, the, the Republicans, but particularly Lindsey Graham, was on TV going, all right, this is, the, this is it. Uh, I think now's enough's enough. And one of the pundits went, why did it take this long in his, into his presidency for so many of you to say enough is enough? Enough should have been enough. And they're talking about uh, once he leaves office, um, lawsuits, wrongful death suits, uh, uh, the banks are going to want their loans back, possible jail time for this and that. All the rats are running from the ship. So do you really think he'll be able to do the things you just said yeah. when it feels like yeah. he is a pariah? Yes. No one will want to touch no. him. He, I, I, he, is, he is growing. He's growing right now. He's going to, he's splitting the Republican Party because you're right. There's 50% of that. I, I don't know what the percentage is. That's a, I, I, I hate when I say this. In my head, I can hear myself. I'm yelling at myself. There's a percentage of people in the Republican Party that are, are he fractured. They're going to go, I don't want to have anything to do with this. One of the other reasons I don't really want to do this impeachment is because a lot of the people that have supported him in the past are going to vote to impeach him so that they look like they're clean. That's a big deal to me. Because that's this is how they get on the record. You want to get it on the record, censure him. Uh, there's more that should happen. But him, I, I don't think that this is a win for us because he is going to get his own party. He is going to bring people over that feel disenfranchised. Uh, the, there is a problem with the liberal side. Uh, again, people always say, why don't you take a side? I'm in the middle, guys. I'm in the middle, and I listen to everybody's... Uh, but there's a problem on the left as there is a problem on the right. There are problems on both sides. Um, I want to talk about something else, but I don't want to get there too soon. But uh, right. I like to go to the social media side, uh, the billionaire packs, the, this trillions of dollars that really uh, is affecting uh, America and how we're going to go forward. But there is a conservative side uh, that's going to be heard. That, and I know that we're going to say Trump's people, I, I, I've heard it, we've we fought on this before, whether they're racist. Let me just put it this way. If all of Trump's, uh, support, uh, Trump's supporters, all the people that voted for Trump, are racist, by that theory, then that means everybody who voted for Biden is not racist. And we know that's not true. So the other side cannot be true. I mean, and, and look, that that <coughs> excuse me, that brings about the argument that a lot of black people are like, you know, y'all voted for Biden, like like Biden is any different or any more or less racist. I mean, and you know, they'll bring up the articles and the interviews and the things that he said that is that is has proven such. But I don't want to get into that into those waters too deep regarding Biden because Lord knows we've gone down that road before. When I've said bottom line. Show me a white person that's never been racist or said anything racist at any point in their lives, ever. I don't think that person exists. So I, I don't want to go down that road. But uh, when you bring up Biden, one of the things I wanted to bring up about Biden is, you know, when he came out and to try to, you know, calm, calm things down and said, you know, this is not who America is. We are better than this. This is not America. 
And then he used the word mob. And I went, that's exactly what America is. Yeah. That's exactly what America's been. Especially when you use that word mob. Because when you go back, again, from slavery on, even after slavery, in the 1920s, uh, 30s and 40s, and I forget what year specifically said, they said the last lynching in America was in 19, I forget the year, but from slavery till that year, every picture you've ever seen of a nigga hanging from a tree, what was around him? A mob. Yeah. So, so I get what Biden is trying to say in terms of we have better qualities on paper. This, and this brings me back to your potential thing. America on paper in terms of its potential and what it could be and what it should be makes us the greatest country in the world. But don't say that this is not America because it is it. This is America. But then when Biden came back out and he spoke on the second day, he corrected that because he Did said, he? yeah, because and that's when I was impressed with him for a second. Um, he said, um, and how ironic that a man who would go, this is not what America is. But yet we have you on record. Yes. Saying some vile racist shit. He uh, this next day, he said this was unfortunate. And then he never brought up that this wasn't America. This is an unfortunate. He brought it up in a different way where he he let us know that this is what America is. And, and I and I and, and you can't address the problem till you recognize the problem. So this is what America is. Uh, when we get to. Um, do you, well, we, are we going towards like how this happened? Are we are we there where we bring up uh, the fact that there was no protection to the Capitol? Yes. Building? When we knew through uh, Facebook, Instagram, that we knew everybody was coming. We knew this was happening. Right. We knew that there was uh, going to be a protest. This is the first protest in, since this whole time period um, that there wasn't um, National Guard or extra policing, something. There wasn't something on the steps. There was nothing. Right, was but when Black Lives Matter. On the steps. Yeah, in, in full force. Farrakhan's march. Full force. Not right. not seen the same way, but it was planned. With Farrakhan's march, they had a plan. So, and that was the Million Man March. Sorry. Um, this, and, this is, and this is the problem, which is why I said what I said at the beginning of this. White people's hypocrisy is astounding to me. Because it's just like, again, if it's Black Lives Matter... If it's the Million Man March, the authorities are there in droves to prevent what they think is going to be anarchy. But yet history has shown us that whenever there is anarchy, it ain't at the hands of black people. It's you. Okay, and let's go a little bit further, though, on this. The liberal side that you're talking about, the one to Trump out? Right. Where, where was their request earlier? When they knew this count was happening, and we knew that there was talk about this uh, this protest, where was their demand for more security? The reason they didn't have that demand is because even your liberal white people don't see white people as dangerous. When we read the emails... Um we have an email from uh, my man Ramon Martinez, and he asked about the N-word. Um, and then we're going to play a clip uh, about a young black brother. Uh, uh, he was the same black brother that broke down to Mitch McConnell about appropriations. 
um, not a, is that right? Appropriate? What would you call it? Fuck me, I'm blanking out. Black people giving them their forty acres in the mule appropriations. Appropriations. Yeah. Um, and he explains to a white girl about the use of the word nigga, but there's something that he says that goes along the lines of what you just said. So, but you'll, I'm sure for those of you who listen to this, stay tuned and keep that in your mind. Cause when I play this clip, it addresses that. And that, that, that speaks to that. This is America, right? There is a certain, I don't want to give it away what he said, but again, I, I have said repeatedly and let me say again, to, to not all white people, so to the ones who are not like that, mwah. If you're the ones that aren't like that, you already know that. Okay. You don't have to keep saying that. Okay, but to those, d- d- historically, and I, I know because it is just histor- it has been ingrained in you guys as a race that everything belongs to you, that you are superior, that uh, you don't like being told no. How can you be told no when it's yours to begin with? And it's there's this arrogance, this this this, this dismissiveness, this naivete that is just embedded in so many of y'all, which which is insane, which is insane. The the idea that there were white people who stormed that Capitol that took selfies with the cops. There were cops who let them in. What part of the Secret society is this. Uh, but since you went to getting in and, and the secret society that you're talking about, I'd just like to say that there is, um, for the people that came out to protest, there was nothing wrong with the people that came out to protest the, uh, what they felt might have been a fraudulent election. If you feel that way, there's no reason not to come out and protest. Come out and protest. Come out all that you want to protest. The protest ends at the steps, though. That's where it's always ended, right there in front of the steps. Right. There are actually real people that were in that crowd, though, that incited this. And this is where we go back to whether, what, did Trump light the fire? There were people in there that we saw. Now, if you watch these videos and these pictures, there's people there that had the uh, police plastic handcuffs, you know, the the zip zip ties. They were coming to start this. They were there already. There was people who came in armed. They were there to start. A lot of these people, the dude, I'm not going to say anyone, but that dude who was carrying out the podium, I don't know him, so I'm not, I'm not, this is no way giving him a pass either, but the guy who was carrying the big podium, right? you think that was someone who wanted to start uh, a coup, or is that just some dude who came for a protest that was high and decided to run in and grab the, when he saw everybody else going in? I'm right. not giving him a pass. I'm not saying that he was allowed to do that. Right. I'm saying, is that the same type of person that was carrying uh, the cuffs that was, or, came in, or who came in uh, with guns? Regardless, he came in. He's, he's going to get what he's due. Right. I'm just saying there's different mentalities that were on that block that day. But one other thing that I want to say, because I read some a post that you had, and someone said that this is, this was political. This wasn't racial. Yeah, okay. and, I, and I went at this motherfucker. Uh, but I want to make sure that I say this uh, before. If you have any, if you want to say something before that, because I brought it, it's your post. Right. If you want to say something before it, fine. Yeah, I just, I, 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 you know, I said to him, and again, I just said it, a certain amount of naivete, where he's going, this is not about race. This is about the government versus the people. And I and I and and in all caps, I'm yelling at him. Open your fucking eyes, man. What part about this don't you think is about race? Of course, it's about race. You don't see that. And of course, 
And this is why I go, the, the arrogance, the dismissiveness. A thousand niggas hit him back and reiterated what I said. It is about race. And pointed out all the different angles about the race. And he still kept dismissing it. He fought every single one of us tooth and nail. How arrogant and dismissive do you have to be when you have the victims telling you what it is and you still say no it ain't um i will go with i'll even go to the guy who sent you that i'll go all the way up to the protest to the steps that was a protest that was because you had a belief and and we you can and then we can define whether that belief falls into some amount of racism right Uh, but up to the steps, I'm going to say, okay, to that guy, okay, you're good. But how everything happened from the steps and the lack of anybody being there to protect the steps is everything about racism. That there wasn't anyone there because they didn't view white people as dangerous. And the other thing I'm going to say is because someone on that, on that post said that, uh, well, that's not true about, what, about it uh, just being towards black people because in Black Lives Matter uh, protest, there were white people there as well. That were- and I was going to ask you, there were, you know, he tried to say there were some black people at that Trump rally. It was like finding Waldo. Yeah, there might have been two or three, but not really. So I was going to ask you, when you do look into that crowd, if you spot a black face or two or three, does that now change the argument? No, just like it didn't change it for Black Lives Matter, because Black Lives Matter had a black face to it. That it was it was a black face represented, and I want, I'm not saying a black face as a person. I'm saying the idea, the mental image of Black Lives Matter is black. Right. Where this was white, you could have put you could have put uh, another uh, you could have put another few thousand black people in it. There was there's brown people in that mar- in, in, that came up to there. There's a lot of different uh, cultures that were in that march. I'm not right. saying that it was just white people, right. but the face of it. The reason you were relaxed and you didn't feel like you had to worry about those people is because the face of that was white. Right. So uh, that just uh, that negates that whole argument. And I have to believe on some level that all these white people who are doing what they are doing, they know they've been called racist. They hate the fact that they're being called racist, even though they know they're racist. So to debunk that argument I would think they would go, look, if we got three niggas in this group, leave them alone. Because if we can get them on camera and go, see, then that's our out. We can't be racist. We got niggas here. See, I, I, I think true racism uh, is, is well past that protest. I, I don't think that they're worried about whether there's 50 black dudes at that march or 50,000 black people. Uh, that that isn't well, I don't think you can say that. If there's 50,000 that Okay, that's, yeah, that's that's that would be different because of the amount of people there. Right. But 5,000 then let's go with 5,000. Too much. No, because mixed in that there was more people. They said there was more people that came Listen, out for that protest and came 5, out 5,000 niggas at there. That's enough. That's with, that's If there's 100,000 white dudes and 5,000 black dudes, they're going to be fine with it. If it's 100,000 white dudes and one nigga and somebody gets killed, all 100,000 white people are going, the nigga did it. Well, I haven't heard any of the media trying to put this on anybody They else. know better. Well, so. When Joy Reid broke it down, I wish I had that clip. She broke it down beautifully about if this had been Black Lives Matter, and again, to, to the clip I'm going to play in the email, she's, 
This is why I'm saying to the dude who's going, it's not race, it's government versus the people. Whether it's Joy Reid telling you, I'm telling you, the clip from the guy that we're going to play on the email is telling you, we are all saying the same thing. We are all telling you the same shit. It ain't like one person's telling you one thing, I'm telling you something. We're all going, dude, this is what it is. Historically, this is what it's been. We are the, we are the people of history. We are the victims of this history. There is a through line here. There is consistency. Well, and you're still going to look us in the face and go, that ain't what it is. Dude, but it's ridiculous for anybody to even think, to compare it. You can't compare this uh, to Black Lives Matter. Well, white folks have a history of being ridiculous. Yes, then. because it, it wouldn't have ever happened. There would not be a breach of the Capitol if this was Black Lives Matter. Of course not. If this was the, if this was the Million Man And March. the fact that you don't see the racism and the hypocrisy in that... And you'll put it on, it's about the people versus the government. That's what I mean. You're being naive. But, You're being dismissive. You're being arrogant. But to the people that were there for up to protest against the government, I don't think that the I don't think all those people that came out, white or whatever else was out there. Right. I don't think that they I don't think the majority of those people came out there to go and uh, break down the doors to go into the Capitol building. I say that that was I say that's a lot of, I don't like to use the word dumb. Uh, I feel that's irresponsible. I felt it was a lot of easily manipulated people. Right. And then I feel that there were some people that were there to cause this damage. God, I wish I could find this clip. I know as we're talking, I'm trying to find it. Um, there was a white guy on TikTok who really summed up in a nutshell. Uh, and I think I know it enough to paraphrase without fucking it up. He was just basically saying that the middle-aged white man in America... It's, it's so ridiculous that you are complaining because everybody has their thing. Black people in terms of civil rights, equal rights, we had our thing. Women in terms of voting rights and rights had their thing. This idea that, that middle-aged white men or white men in America who have never been denied anything, who have never had anything taken from them, are, want to be able to get in and go, where's my protest? Blacks had their protests. Women had their protests. Where's my thing? Where's my thing where I get to be mad and complain? I think that the where what your point is and what his point was, I think there's a lot of people in the middle of the country that lost jobs, that don't have work anymore, that uh, are complaining, but they, they don't get to have any say. Well, wait a minute, though. That's very different from everybody's losing their jobs because of a situation. Correct. correct. Not because of a race, not because of a sex. Because of a situation. So we're all lumped in that. Yeah. But prior to the situation, prior to a COVID, a pandemic, black people had to fight for civil rights and equal rights. That is a fact. Women had to fight for their rights. That is a fact. When has white, people, white men ever had to fight for anything? To hold on to everything that they already have. There you go. That, but that is it. Because if you remember, even in the Good Lord Bird that you're talking about, what were what were the white guys saying? Uh, and they were, they used that's why I say I compare it to right now. And that was a cry at that time. We're losing our rights. White men back in the Civil War time were were complaining about losing their rights. That's what's part of the suggestion uh, for uh, the states were that wanted to leave um, uh, America and form their own country. They were losing their rights. 
I'm 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 not I'm not agreeing with that. I'm just saying that's that's no. I know you 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 point. I have to say, but you have to see you're not agreeing with that. Yeah, yeah, because everybody's going to write. As it sounds like you're validating. No, not validating at all. But that's what's that's been the rallying cry for white men in America. That's what's the rallying cry for. Well, any group that's in power, that's what is going to be the rallying cry, and it happens to be the white men in throughout. For the last, I don't know how many years, hundreds of years, hundreds of years. Well, maybe it's just your turn. I'm gonna look at it like that. Yeah, we had our turn. We 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 had to turn. We held on to the turn, and then women had their turn. It's your turn now. Well, to lose. It's not even. And like- I don't mean to say that like, you know, you you shouldn't lose. Like, look, you don't want to be out of a job. You don't want to not be able to take care of your family and your kids. So I don't mean it necessarily like that. But I'm just saying. But it's not about losing because you already have all of it. This is this is really, okay. If if, if I'm going to use a bad example because I just wanted this is a comedy idea to make it funnier. If there was a store that you went in and everybody was looting the store, and every and everybody goes in, and they grab everything and they run out and they run home, and someone grabbed more than they can carry. And they trip on the way out, and all their shit goes everywhere, and they lose a major part of it. What does that mean? That they took more than they should have. When we lose things, it's because a lot of times it's because you had more than you're supposed to. As our rights, as some of these, the I don't even want, yeah, they were rights. They were rights for white men. No, it just means you need to learn how to steal better. <laughs> I'm telling you, crackheads do amazing He's things. John, yeah. I've seen footage of niggas stealing a refrigerator on a bicycle. But... What I, what I mean by it is, if you have too much and you're taking, and this is going to come up later in this podcast, when you have too much and you're not giving back, or uh, when you're holding on to something that you know is not, uh, I don't want to use the word correct either, that isn't uh, human, that you're over, that you've taken more than, you, than you're supposed to, that's not going to stay with you. That should go back. And that's kind of where we are. We're finally in a period in this country where I think there is framing of the conversation in a way that white people aren't going to be able to go, no, it's not true. And, and, I, and I watched it. I did watch it on um, Fox where they, where they have a few pundits saying that that isn't, that isn't the case, that that was different, that this isn't uh, – that it, it wouldn't have been different if it was black people that were marching. They're wrong. You know what's great is, is – the truth ain't never going nowhere. And that's what's great about the truth. The truth is one big mirror. And I don't care how you try to dress yourself up, how you try to hide it, manipulate it. When you look in that mirror, what you see is what it is. And as much as you may not want to laugh at something or acknowledge something, when that mirror is staring you in the face, there's a part of you that can't hide what that reaction is because it's real. And you say something... Uh, we're here in uh, Virginia Beach. Last night, you said something off the top of the show, off the dome, that had the white people not only crack it up, and the black people for sure crack it up, but the white people having to look into that mirror. Remember what yeah. the first thing you said? Yeah, I just I asked I asked if there's any is there some white folks in the room tonight, and they went woo, and I was like, yeah, it's not as loud as we used to be. Yeah, I forget what you followed it up with, yeah, but that alone, yeah. yeah. And it, it and it killed, uh, and again it's because it ain't like white folks don't know it. They do know. Okay, they do know, but it's not often they have to look in the mirror. Right, be a force right to look in the that. mirror. You're right about that. And seeing this footage, 
for the last 48 hours nonstop and reading the headlines of the papers they show on TV, anarchy. Words like anarchy and other colorful words that describe mayhem. And it's y'all. Y'all are the face of it. I forget what black girl in politics sent out a tweet and DL reposted it where she's just basically said to all black people, sit back, y'all. Yeah. This ain't our fight. Yeah. Get your tea, get your popcorn, watch. Here they go. This ain't our fight. And now here we go. I'm about to beat the dead horse. This is why I say to all you short-sighted, ungrateful-ass niggas, let me try to break this down one more time. When you go, what did Obama do for us? History, the truth, doesn't go anywhere. It's forever. It's cemented. So, and remember what we're talking about. And this is part of it. On the news, race, had it been Black Lives Matter, race, race is the foundation of this country. It was built, in, it was, it's built into the fucking fabric. It's as American as baseball and apple pie. It ain't going nowhere. So when Obama was running and a lot of these same Trump supporters and undercover closet racists would sit at their little tea party rallies and have pictures of Obama with bones in his nose and plate lips and African war paint. And again, like I'm going to take that line, that great line from Denzel in the movie The Siege when he bursts into the concentration camp and the head of the military is Bruce Willis. And as he goes in there and he's talking shit to Bruce Willis about to serve him, one of Bruce Willis' soldiers say, if you don't get out of my face, I'm going to pretend you're an Ethiopian. And Denzel goes, you're stupid enough to think that's an insult. So cut to, because you're showing Obama, who is part African, his father's from Kenya, as an African tribesman, you're dumb enough to think that's an insult. But we know what you were going for is an insult. So when you do that, and you have uh, those same people at those rallies with dolls of Obama hanging from a noose, this has always been about race. And when you have a president and a windbag piece of shit Win back piece of shit like Donald Trump from the beginning, the birth of movement. He's not a citizen. Um, the worst administration ever. This man is the worst president ever. Claim Trump. He plays so much golf instead of working where on paper we know that the president that has played the most golf of anybody is Donald Trump. His whole presidency has been a contradiction. His whole presidency has been an abomination. We are talking about a second impeachment. We are talking about a failure. We are talking about a guy who has been a traitor, colluded with Russia. This windbag, narcissist, racist, sexist piece of shit. Isn't this sweet karma and irony biting this nigga's dick? Because here's what history is going to remember. Barack Hussein Obama, the first black president, Controversy-free, highly intelligent, Harvard Law, all right? Motherfucker with Harvard, this nigga. Uh, one of the greatest presidents of all time. Did the job well. I don't care. You shake your head all day. You, I don't give a fuck. We will argue about this. But that's not my point. My point is this black man is going to go down in history as one of the best. 
Meanwhile, this white dude who tried to destroy this black man's legacy is truly going down as one of the worst. So when you ask what Obama has done for us, it's that. Because when history tries to play that slick hand that racist white people love to play, niggas ain't shit, niggas ain't smart, all the negative stigmas that exist about us, uh uh-uh, open up the history books. We never had an entire race of people led by a black man say storm the Capitol, incite violence, mayhem, destruction, anarchy. The black guy didn't do that. The black guy didn't fuck a porn star. The black guy never cheated on his wife. So again, when you simple-minded niggas, you make me sick with that. What did Obama do for us? Trump is showing you what he did for us. And don't hit me with, well, that's an individual. No, because whenever race gets played in this game, we don't get played by individualism. We get played as a whole. That uh, also, you can't make Trump an individual. He had 75 million votes, 74 million votes. Okay. So he, yeah, so I agree with you. He is going to go down as the worst president in, in history. Right. And, and again, I know you're shaking your head about Obama, but in terms of all the presidents we've ever had, if he's not the best, damn it, he's close to it. I never said that he was a bad president. I, I never said that. And, and if, if, we, if, we put, if we have to cut it in half and put half bad and half good, he's going to be on the good side. I'm not, I'm not trying to say he wasn't Rashad Simmons. I'm not trying to say he was a bad president. That's that's not my point. When you say the bad, I have I told you I have issues. Uh, if you want to break down the issues one day, we should have a. But you've broken down issues before on the podcast. Yeah, some of them I didn't get them all. Uh, but there's there's going to be a problem with the presidency of the United States from uh, Reagan all the and way. And again, down. I'm not saying Obama's been perfect. Nobody's no. perfect. No, but uh, the thing, and that I, I know politicians, politic. Okay. So I know there's some things he's done in the way of politics, but that's his job. Okay, here's 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 where uh, we you getting this pushback, uh, especially from black from black people that you feel that that's why that's so uh, um, why you're amazed that black people would have that because you're looking at Obama in one direction. Obama had a, an opportunity, and I don't feel it was a very good opportunity because of the state of the country at that particular moment because it could have gone like I said it could have gone into depression, but. But it didn't. It didn't. And why didn't it? Okay, but here's the problem, some of the problem with that. There was a big stimulus package, uh, and what did that stimulus package do for the black community? Why didn't any of those bankers that crashed our country, why didn't any of them go to jail? And why were those banks rewarded with, with fucking welfare to prop billionaire white men up now this is where they're where a lot of people get mad at what happened with obama and in, in, in you tell me when you say people you mean black people or everybody everybody but i'm not speaking to everybody but i'm also saying but the black community didn't benefit yet yeah, he did they did as a culture and it, no but, fuck that not as a culture given what he was up against the resistance which we know was racial too uh, yes, very much he, so. He did, and I already went through all the stats. Okay. We did benefit beyond symbolism. I get that. All I'm trying to say is there's some issues that I understand what they're saying, but I what look at what you What do you see. understand? What? What part do you understand specifically? When you do, a, when you do one of the biggest uh, paybacks so that we could keep our country running, why wasn't there more incentive for black communities? 
Why wasn't there more taken care of in the black community? And you're going to say it's because he wasn't the president for black folks. He was the president for all of America. But no, I, that that's that. Yes. But also, again, he was fought tooth and nail. At the very beginning, it was all it was a Democratic uh, Congress. It was he could have got the, the thought was that he should have got more at that beginning agenda. But he was fought after that. After that first two years, anything was anything could happen. Not anything, not anything like we didn't know what was going to what was going to happen next. But there was a there's a real money situation in politics from Reagan all the way down to where we are today. And that's as we talk about this and you we, we, we talk about race and I always bring up money as part of the problem as well. The only way that you're going to fix a lot of this is if you can get a lot of this money out of politics because people are bidding. And you just said he was a Barack was a politician. We we we. We have favors. Our, our politicians have favors that are owed for money that they get. And it's a bottom line. That's why there's a whole business of, of, of giving money and getting something for the money that you give. And that's why both, even if you're a, a, a liberal, you still give money to the conservative side because you want to be, have favor if they win. Money has to come out of this. Elections have to get have to be changed where there's only a certain amount that can be spent on an election. I, I'm, I'm we this is this is getting off topic of where we were, but it's it's a big problem and money creates this problem. Listen, I, I I hear you, and I don't want to get off into the money thing because I we we've gone down that road, and and I'm being honest, quite frankly, and I've always said this, I'm not a political savvy dude like D. L. Hewley, and like some like Bill Maher. So I don't understand everything. My point was speaking more or less to the racial side of this historically, because like so many political pundits said, black and especially white, had this been Black Lives Matter? Imagine everything that is going on right now, but with Barack at the helm. And instead of white people storming the Capitol, it's niggas. Do you think for one second historically, we would not be reminded of it Every fucking single chance we got. I would like to see that. White folks would remind us, you niggas was terrible. Look what you niggas did. Look at this black president. Again, from a historical standpoint, you think white anything? people hold grudges. OJ, OJ, niggas stealing your own shit. 187 years. Really? That was for that? Nah, nigga, you killed two white folks and got away with it. You beat the system. Nigga, your ass is in trouble. Uh, if it was Barack and it was a it was a black protest, do you think? Can you tell me the cop that was going to open the door for them to storm into the Capitol? Right. I mean, we've gone down this road before where we talked about policing, and so if, if, there's, there's when you frame it, get in close, get in on a tight tight frame of that picture. A cop opened up the door to let in to let this insurrectionist into the building. Take a, take a look at that picture. Now reverse that. If you're white and you said, "No, nah, this is this is just uh, politics," reverse that a little bit. Put Come a black on. president in, in the White House, and now black people marching up the steps. Show me show me the picture in your mind where the cop opens up the door and welcomes them into the Capitol building. If this doesn't frame the conversation in a way that white people can understand it, I don't know what else will. And if it doesn't change now, then I've said this before. If we can't figure it out from this, then maybe it is time to blow it up and, and start again. Because uh, this, this is not this. 
I still say uh, a democracy that isn't challenged, how do you know that it's actually a strong democracy? I feel this is a challenge, and I think that we this is an opportunity to make an, uh, an improvement in what our democracy is, a major improvement, a major step forward. I, I'm, and again, you, you always call me Cap, but I look at this as, as a moment that actually real change can happen, and we have uh, a way to frame the conversation where if you don't understand it, there's no hope for you anymore. Hear, hear, and the defense rests, Your Honor. No, that's an hour. There we go. Just shy of an hour, like 50 seconds. Well, we got we to gotta do a song, too. Yeah, that too. Uh, well, you know what we didn't do? What we supposed to do? Oh, the yeah, top. at the very beginning. Yeah. Spearsburg Pod for Patreon, for our Twitter, for our Facebook, for our Instagram. Big shout out to Hits 101. Yep. Uh, and where are we going to be next? San Antonio. San Antonio. Not this next weekend, the following weekend. Yes, which I can't wait to take you to this restaurant called Luna Rosa. Is it open? Yeah. I'm sure it will be. Texas, everything's open. From diners, drive-ins, and dives. It's called Luna Rosa. Home of the half torso pork chop. We'll be at the LOL Comedy Club. Um, yeah, come on out if you're out. If you're out, man, we'd like to. We'd like to see all you Mexicans in your cowboy boots and your hats, and all your fat wallet splendor. You can all make fun of me for being one of the few Mexican Jews that you know. Yeah, I'm giving my man this last run on this. You've heard him before. Uh, he goes by the name the Doctor. Uh, Maurice Dotson's his real name, but he goes by the Doctor T H A D O C C T A H. Um, I'm going to date myself. You kind of made it sound like W K R P in Cincinnati. W K R P in Cincinnati. <laughs> um, song is called Nashville Nights. Check him out, my man. The Doctor. His Instagram, his Facebook, all that good shit. Uh, and then uh, what? See you next week. That's it. Yeah. All right, boys and girls, I hope you enjoyed. Uh, white folks, please calm down. Uh, please relax. Uh, do what you got to do to whatever helps you motherfuckers go relax. Go hacky sack, play some hacky sack, uh, <laughs> drink some uh, Jaeger. You know, I, I think we should do a podcast called What What White People Do. I would love it to be like all like a bunch of more black dudes in the room. And yeah. you just tell me what you think that we do when we're all being white together. Yeah, yeah. Sit in the room, talk about niggas. Uh, while you listen to rap, uh, <laughs> while you listen to all your hip hop, talk about how niggas ain't shit. But then when you hear your favorite cuts, wow, thang, funky cold Medina. I like big butts and I cannot, just don't stand there, bust the move. Uh, all the shit y'all listen to that niggas have never adopted. They can't touch this. You can't touch this. Doom, 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 doom. I hate niggas. You can't touch this. Jump. 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 Yeah. Jump around. Jump around. (laughs) Um, Nashville Nights. Enjoy. Goodbye. Coming out that studio, just drop two tracks and fuck two hoes that I used to know. Now I'm on the way to the store to get a bud ice brew and an Optimo. I swear that Satan be the one who keeps the hate on me. But before I start the trip, let's see the rest of this day gon' be. Master gas to the full fucking you know I met that red light. Look at my rearview mirror, see some nigga to flash his headlight. If what's in the back of me got plans of attacking me, I swear what's in this pistol's gonna take it from his family. Now my face done turned me. Wish this light would turn green. If this nigga keep flashing beans, I'ma show him what these two of my birds mean. Think you're coming down deep? This nigga done got your nerves tight. Can't make no move too soon because you know you want your third strike. 
so then I turn right. Mm. Fuck them over that blood ice. Yeah. This food done turned to I guess dude really wanna meet God tonight. Okay. I'm swerving cause I'm nervous when the stop sign fuck the right away. Turn down the street and burn the left down this Sally way. Turn down my headlights so these nigga rolls won't find me. Shit. Huh. Now ain't this a son of a bitch, these dicks done pull behind me. Grab the heat from up under the seat, this shit gon' be some fun to me. Please God forgive me for what about to send some company uh, Popped in the clip, stepped out the river, then said some real shit Nigga, what you got a death wish? Fuck about the car, what the deal is, bitch? Uh, must sound just like a cop, cause them niggas came out with their hands up The one helped out the back, said fool, quit tripping, this is your man, bud That's when I lowered the gun and then slapped him down Yo, what's up, my G? You know how the game go, fuck what you thought or what you think it might be He gasped and laughed and said, my boy, you want that dumb shit Felt something pressed against my... Can you feel it, baby?